What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Nameless Servants. Siervo sin nombre. That's what's up, brother. I changed it again. A su nombre. <laughs> Gloria. A su nombre. Gloria. Y su pueblo. Victoria. Y su pueblo. Oh, yeah. That's my thing now. Shout oh, out yeah. to Hodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Can't have You're too looking good. Can't have too much rice because we cutting. <laughs> we cutting. We cutting. Yeah, welcome everybody. Uh, Yo, are we at double digits yet? In episodes? Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think this is episode 12. No way. Yeah. Glory to God, man. Yeah, man. We're getting there. We're doing things. Yeah. Glory to God. How do you That's feel about that? Uh, About double digits? Yeah. It, it feels good, man, because... Um, you know the thing that is really hard to do is that you know starting is 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 one hurdle to come across yep. come across right because you always like discuss about things that you want to do goals that you want to do but but to put into action is one hurdle to overcome or one uh, mount to overcome but to actually maintain and keep it going I think that's also a constant hurdle to come right because yeah. for example right last week right when you had your solo run like something came up. And, like, that was the last minute thing where I had to, like, unfortunately bail. But, like, you said, like, no, I'll keep it going. I was like, yeah, man, keep it going. If you want to do a solo, by all means, go solo, right? Um, and and, and so that's something that um, hopefully that we can, uh, you and I, like, you know, keep us motivated, keep us accountable kind of thing that, yeah. like, even having the idea of today kind of like, um, hey, let, let's try to see where else that, if, if not just sp specifically on one day. Because, again, like, summertime, you know, um, we don't have that much time when it comes to summertime springtime that kind of thing right so i can understand that there'd be moments where like for you and your family kind of thing you guys want to do something in an early day or take advantage of a morning to go somewhere whatever the case may be right and and then just think of like which other days kind of works for us where we can kind of squeeze us in yeah um like we for the most part we we record on saturday afternoons ish Yes, whether it be Saturday mornings or afternoons, like wherever that area is, kind of a thing. I think the earliest we've done was like nine, ten in the morning, kind of thing. Yeah, and then the latest we've done was like one, two in the afternoon or something like that. Yeah, so usually, like I tell the people this all the time, Saturdays is usually my busiest day because if we if we're recording, mm -hmm. that's like two or three hours right there, and then uh, sometimes I have a band practice at church. Right, right, and then that's that usually goes from three to like five thirty. And then I have church from six till eight, eight thirty, sometimes even nine o'clock. So it's a full day and full day. And who knows, like if Saturday, like if you have to do like groceries or other type of errands for around the home kind of thing, yeah, or getting some stuff for your like the kids or the moms or whatever the case may be, right? Yeah, because especially like like Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays are my my gym days too, right? So I like to go to the gym before, get a pump going, and then mm -hmm. and then uh, you usually come over, and then we we do the we do the thing, the thing, the thing, anything, nothing, anything, and then and then and then I got a church right. So, mm -hmm. like last week when you told me that you couldn't, I was like, okay, it's like I'm not gonna get too upset, but like, uh, <laughs> but I'm low key upset. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't get upset at all. Like God is my witness, but I was like, I get I get a little bit of time to relax this Saturday, and then um, but I, I did like like I told you guys in the episode, I did feel like I I, I had. I had to say something, right? Like, you yeah. know, 
get something off my chest, right? So oh, you had to have a little rant session, eh? Yeah, I didn't have funny. I didn't have a fellow Nick to tell me to shut up and <laughs> let me talk, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, for, for the listeners, we're actually watching Game One of the NBA Finals: Denver yeah. Nuggets versus Miami Heat. Yeah, man, we're so, big Hooper fans, that's for sure. Yeah, man. so if you if you don't like hoops, if you don't like sports. Uh, you're Weird. probably not gonna listen to the rest of this pod, but that's okay, right? Like uh, everybody likes different things. We're both kind of invested in this because we both. I think we've always liked hoop, right? Yeah, like uh, I remember back in the day when we were kids, man. Like anytime that we'd be at your place or you'd be at ours, like we always go to a park where they have hoop, and then we would just hoop the entire time that we we're there out th- there, kind of a thing. I think we used to do me, me and you versus. Your brother and my brother. Oh, 100%, bro. It's always yeah. little brother versus big brother. Yeah, man. It's always like I'm that. pretty sure we used to win, too. I guarantee you we won every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, like me, and my, me and my brother were... Actually, that's a good question for you right here. Because I, oh, yeah? I know me and my brother were very... When it came to sports... You guys were very, very competitive? Very competitive. I could see that, man. I can definitely see that. Yeah. So how were you and your bro? Um, I don't think we were that competitive towards each other kind of a thing. Right, like, I would, like, I think at the beginning we would both maybe get competitive, like, at the beginning, but then it, like, kind of soon, like, die off kind of thing. Like, I and I find that with me personally, like, my competitive edge is, like, right at the beginning. But once I know I'm at a lead, like, whether it be 3-0 or, like, three wins kind of thing, like, then I, like, just, like, put the foot off the gas. Like, all right, prove my point. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, me and my brother, like, when it came to sports, we were, like, we were, like... I don't know. I didn't like you guys were proving like who was like the better person or the or anything like. Well, in the case for like your brother, like and like it's easy to say like your big brother, like he has to make sure that he wins because he's the big brother, right? He has to, like, yeah. to show you up and teach you the lesson kind of thing. But then on the other side, like being the little brother, we also have to make our statement like no, 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 like I'm here to I'm here to show up. I'm here to like prove you wrong kind of thing. So it, like it makes sense on how on that regard, like how the competitive nature like begins at that kind of mindset. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I've, ever since I was young, I, I never liked losing. Never liked losing, especially when it was a sport that I knew, like, I, I, I was okay at. So, uh, I know they're starting out pretty good. 14-9 for Denver. Okay, I'm claiming this right now. <laughs> Heat is only going to get a chance to win this game, game one, and then Denver is going to be, the next four is on them because the Heat's too small, man. We just saw right now Aaron Gordon just back up Caleb Martin just in the post, just bully ball right into and scoring the two. That's got that's gonna be the theme of the this series. I think I think Miami's gonna make it a little competitive. I think it's gonna go to game six. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, but I think Denver, this is Denver's championship to lose. I think yeah. they're too much. Right. Yeah. They're too talented. They have like. I think he should have been a three-time MVP, Jokic. Yeah, I, agree. I think he got robbed. I think they they just gave it to Embiid because they just felt bad for him. Yeah, I think the whole narrative that started off with ESPN about like favoring the white players versus mm. like, over the black players kind of thing, but there isn't many white players who have the NBA MVP kind of title. All right, this is kind of away from sports, right? But you you talked you talked on the whole white versus black kind of thing, right? Mm. Okay, have you heard of have you heard of the actor that plays Flash? Yes, uh, in the movie or the TV series? The movie. Okay. Ezra Miller, I think his name is. Okay. So this guy was accused, and it was proven that he was being he was being a little 
He's being a little, what's the word? Racist? No. <laughs> he was like, so he's gay, right? But he had, he was like, I guess he kind of like started like a little cult with with like boys and girls or whatever. And he was manipulating them and stuff like that. So he went down like a really weird path, but he didn't get canceled. Right. But the guy from the newest, uh, what movie is this black guy? He's in uh, Creed 3. Okay. Yeah. That black, I don't remember his name, but apparently he like, he assaulted some women allegedly okay allegedly okay and he got canceled they took him off all the all the new uh marvel movies and everything so my question to you is where do you draw the line for who should get canceled and who shouldn't yeah because if it was a because if ezra miller i believe if he was a black guy i think he would have he wouldn't have they would have taken him off the flash right but the producers and if he was not like part of the the um alphabet group like yeah it'd also be a different story as well too right yeah, because t- today is June first, twenty twenty three, and we just started that that, oh, that month, it's Pride Month, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, it's interesting because I was seeing, I was watching some shorts, neither on IG or YouTube, where I forget who was speaking about it. it was an interesting take that they're making because, um, essentially, like, like this whole thing about like, um, what's it, drags that are going to like these. I don't know if it's preschools or schools where it's young children all around and they're doing like, they're in their outfits and they're doing this drag show and then they're exposing them to this world and they're like, they're twerking in front of all these children kind of thing. It's like, like, how is this correct at all for these, you know, innocent people, innocent young kids to be seeing this witnessing and what are they learning from? Like, how is this at all um, helping them out when um, this is something that could be looked at as like, um, and I'm gonna say this, but uh, say what, you know, say it. it can be trans, can be seen as pedophilia kind of a thing. Like how, yeah. like how, like how is this presented? But then they have like this shield of like the the pride or the colors or the mm-hmm. the again the LGBTQ that like they for some reason they can't be offended or that no one can stand up against them because that is like prejudice or is that it's that's a that's a automatic like no you're canceled kind of a thing. Like because then when I think of that, like how like how much protection are these? Um, uh, this group is having when when who knows if um right like what what are the the true intentions of of these individuals like let's just say if it is true that the pedophilia is there or whatever the terminology is or whatever they're after kind of a thing like at what point like does that protection actually is no longer valid and actually has to put into law and actually some put of justice has to be put in place kind of thing where you're alluding to where that actor for for um for flash right like if he was not to be part of the alphabet group or if he was to be black and and that same situation would have happened i'm pretty sure yeah it would be a different situation yeah i think the the standards for someone who who is a part of that alphabet group uh gets the tolerance is a lot higher right for what they do because uh i think they're just afraid to i guess hey <laughs> I guess they're afraid to uh, to offend. Straight to the point, right? They're, they don't want this this group because you're starting to see this group is starting to get a little violent, right? They're starting to uh, yeah, aggressive with their with their agenda. If I can see that, or aggressive with their ideas, or what their whatever their plans are, kind of thing to move things forward. 
But like uh, I remember again, short clip of a, a short clip of Jordan Peterson. I don't know if that name is familiar to yeah, you. Yeah, shout out Jordan Peterson. Short, Jordan, yeah, shout out to Jordan Peterson, where he was having an, an interview or conversation with uh, someone in the UK, some kind of TV journalist or someone. Oh, uh, I think I saw that. You probably most likely have, where like she's questioning him, like, why do you? Um, have like this right or or I'm paraphrasing what happened, but like have this belief that you can uh, criticize these individuals, these people, and have like the the right to do this and openly and speak about it without any kind of uh, um, repercussions or anything like that. And then he switched it right away back to her. Like it's interesting that you say that because you know to have confidence, like you got to be uncomfortable in these types of situations, right? Mm. But right now. Like, look how you're having this kind of judgment and and uh, and questioning on me when it's just the other way around, kind of thing. Like, how how why does why do you have that right, kind of thing? Like, what makes you different about me? And she was just speechless. Yeah, she he, she, she, she couldn't she didn't respond because she her. Him. Yeah, he, and he actually said "gotcha" to her, and she was yeah. like, "Yeah, you definitely did." <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, the this the alphabet group likes to preach uh, um, acceptance, right? And they want to be accepted, but they we, they don't want to accept those who don't who oppose their their lifestyle, mm. right? So then we get into the it, it becomes really like very hypocritical of them first of all because how do you how do you how can you preach acceptance when you don't accept others, right? When you don't have tolerance for others either, because you they like to say uh, uh, Christians and and whatever are intolerant to, towards them, right? But where's their tolerance towards us? Yeah. Right? Or or even to the point of like, again, where they, and this was like a meme I saw or like a comment that was made where how do they, again, um, boast about acceptance and all that, but they couldn't accept themselves. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. <laughs> that one's funny. Right. But it, it's straight to the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it's just it's, using logic, right? Instead of being on emotional, just have a moment of just having an actual critical conversation and just using logic sense, not just like what your feelings are. Yeah, and this is no, this is not like to spew out hate either. Words, either. No, we're, it's but, just open conversation, right? Yeah. Just having an open mind about. Um, One thing people need to re- realize, right? As Christians, yeah. Shout out Jamal Murray, and Kitchener stand up for real. Um, as as Christians, right? You either stand for something or fall for anything. Mm-hmm. So we need to be careful where to tread on. On th- that thin line that we are in right now, right? Yeah. Especially with with June being um, Pride Month, because mm-hmm. uh, I went through. I, I was I was driving around with work today, and um, uh, we passed the Catholic Church. I mean, Catholic. I, I know it's Catholic diff- school, Catholic Church, or Catholic school. I think it was a Catholic. Um, it was a catholic some kind of organization yeah it was a catholic it it was like a camp thing okay and uh they had the pride flag up Mm. and there's a lot of christian churches that have the pride the pride flag up and you always see a lot of churches that say everyone is welcome here right right so what are they what are they trying to say with everyone is welcome here right yeah like uh, like the thing that i think about like any church i i agree that anyone should be welcome but Still, the truth has to be preached, right? It has to be spoken about, right? Because, um, again, we're all sinners. We're all broken. We all need Jesus kind of thing, right? Yep. Uh, so, you know, uh, any any church, whether it be conservative or liberal, right? I believe if anyone steps to that door, we need to be 
have that sense of like accepting of them coming in like you know um and being you know representing of 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 who christ is right for yeah. we are followers of christ we need to act talk speak and and uh, present ourselves as much as possible as christ right where when someone comes in uh whether it be you know a drug addict homeless mm. you know alphabet group like whatever the case may be yes we still need to accept them but at some point right it's something where that's they need to hear what what they're doing is incorrect is wrong right as christians we have the authority that god gives us to tell someone that they're wrong mm -hmm. right so i agree with you as christians we are a lot we can we need to allow these people to come broken like uh, many of us have come to christ's feet broken right but the problem is like when you start allowing them to sin or allowing or telling them it's okay for you to live your life a certain way, right? Like a brother was actually preaching about this last week at church. Uh, he was saying how a lot of the times in Christianity and the churches, we make classes, right? We make uh, um, different, um, I guess, genres of people and we shouldn't do that as Christians, right? So, if, for example, if, if a drunk man comes to church and says he wants to stay there for the service, you can't kick that person out. Yeah. But you need to let them know, hey, man, what you're doing, the way you're living your life is not what God wants from you. It's not what Christ wants from you. Yeah. He wants better from you. He wants better from us. He wants better from everybody. So so that's not accepting. that You're accepting the person, but you're not accepting how they're living their life. And there's a huge difference with that, and you need to make yeah. the difference with that, right? And again, right, this is where um, we also have to be careful with our approach as well, right? Because mm. we're supposed to speak with love, with uplifting, with upbringing, right? And again, we're not able to change anyone. Only only Christ is able to do that, right? Only Christ is able to make that change in that individual with whatever they're going through, right? All we can do is, as the, as the great book says, right, as the Bible says, that we are to preach the word all over right to the world to the world right it doesn't matter where it is who it is like it's got to be spoken to everyone and preaching the word as we know is god's word which is true so um we can't be picking and choosing on what we want to say or preach right just to keep the people happy right and it's interesting because um recently i had a friend who sent me a, a, again a short clip so we got to be careful with these short clips because mm. now it seems like short clips represent the entire thing of something right but those these short clips can be manipulated because it can be just something that may sound incorrect but like there's probably a before and an after kind of a thing right so i don't know if you know this pastor called michael todd yeah we, I, we, we that's the guy we were talking about last time remember he's oh. is michael todd the He's the black guy, right? Yeah, he's the guy. Remember when we talked about how... Uh, Sorry to describe it like that. <laughs> he's a brother. <laughs> a brother. He's a brother. Um, remember the we talked about that church that did that Easter service where everything, they were like twerking and doing all this weird stuff? Yeah, like this music video. Yeah, that's of the church of Michael Todd. Okay, so speaking on him again, um, my a friend of mine sent me this clip of him where i'm paraphrasing a long story short we were saying like i don't know if if we may if god make a mistake where it was just mad adam and eve and mm. they're like god why wouldn't can it be like three other four other choices or two other choices and like i don't know like why not wouldn't that make things easier like those type of things where it's like very like wait what the, wait what what yeah like very like um misguiding and very like anti-biblical kind of things right i saw that exact same clip and i remember when i was watching that i got so i got upset right because i'm like who are we to tell, who are we to even say something, like let something 
That's heresy, first of all. Something like that come out of your mouth. To even say, well, if I was God, I would have done it different. Mm -hmm. So what are you trying to say? That God made a mistake? Yeah. Like, that's one thing that you that should never come out of your mouth. Yeah. Especially being a quote-unquote pastor, right? You need to know better. And like you were talking about, to, to preach things to make everybody happy, then you're not preaching. You're not doing your job as a pastor, as a leader, as whatever you are in church. To make everybody happy, you're making a mistake. Mm -hmm. And when I was reading the comments, like a lot of people were saying the same thing that you were saying, right? Along with the main, the same mindset as that. And there was one comment that I read where like, where someone was defending Michael Todd, like saying like, no, this is not... Um, this is a, a misguided reputation of what he was actually speaking about where this individual watched the entire sermon or listened to the entire sermon where um, this is like examples of like of people kind of 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 what he was saying of speaking kind of thing where you need to watch it from the beginning because he explains himself why like yeah. why it got to that point kind of thing and he ends it clearly at the end of it as well and where she was saying like we need to be careful why are we bashing our own like um our own Christians, our own brothers and sister kind of thing. When, when we, when we're basing everything on just like a, a short clip that for some reason we like to make this short clip represent the entire sermon or the entire thing of this individual. Right. So, and like, I even told my friend too, like, we got to be careful with this because this can easily um, misguide us completely. But like, I would love to see like the entire sermon, like the full thing, just so I can be sure that I get a full, um, full understanding of okay what was before and after because if if there is enough that and and they're still along those lines and yeah then okay then there's a huge disagreement with that but if there was something that makes sense on what he was saying at that point then okay like i want to give him that chance at least right from what i saw from from what i saw i saw a good like five minute clip from that i think it was a little mm -hmm. longer than that uh there was no way for me to defend him because there's there's a point in in his in that quote-unquote sermon that he's giving mm -hmm. where he says everyone is welcome here the exact same phrase that we see in these churches mm -hmm. he's like this church is called transformation church Lord, yeah <laughs> and when he said that, i'm just like man this guy is twisted he's you know not preaching the truth he's preaching what to make everybody else happy not to offend people right you can say something with love without offending someone. Mm -hmm. You can tell someone that they're living a life of sin without offending them. It's, you have to figure out a way to do it with love and compassion, right? Yeah, we fall. We can fall down to that that whole, you know, offending people like because the way you're saying it. But there is a way to say stuff. Like here, I'll give. I've used this example many, many, many times. Jesus with the prostitute. Right. The one she said, uh, she said, uh, I don't know. How do you say marido in in English? Marido, like uh, husband, fiance, fiance. No, it's not fiance. Someone you're someone you're sleeping with. I don't Marido. I don't know how to say it in English. But there's a there's he's having a, Jesus is having a conversation with this woman, and she said, uh, um, I haven't been, I I've only been. Uh, how do you say it? So I'll, I'll say it in Spanish. Uh, something with my marido. And then Jesus is like, you're right. You haven't had, it hasn't been a marido. You've had five. Oh, jeez. So you've been with five guys. That's yeah. what Jesus said to her. Mm -hmm. right? He wasn't offending her. 
he was just calling her out on her sin. Yeah, just speaking facts. Just speaking facts. Yeah. She wasn't offended. The Bible doesn't say she got offended, but she recognized her sin, right? So people are always like, oh, Jesus was understanding. Jesus was forgiving. Yes, but he also did not let people just continue to live in their sin. Yeah. Because that's not what he wants from us. No, he wants us to change. And what did he say to the one... Um well, I don't know if it was her, but someone else where he said, like, go and sin no more kind of thing, right? He didn't say, like, go in and, like, sin half the time or, like, lessen your sin more. Don't <laughs> sin as much. Like, sin no more. Like, you can't misinterpret that in any other way. How can you misinterpret that? <laughs> How can you possibly misinterpret that? Uh-huh. Unless you just don't read that part, right? Because people just go, he who is he who's without no sin, cast the first sin cast the first stone, right? Mm-hmm. So then everybody's like, oh, look, see, nobody, nobody, everybody has sin. Yeah. Right? So you can't, judge quote air quotes right yeah hand gestures hand gestures yeah but verse 38 i think it is is where where he says go sin no more your sins have been forgiven but sin no more no more he reinforced that you sins have you have been forgiven but sin no more there's always a follow-up to that right always a follow-up so yes your god's mercy is there but 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 Right, there's always a second clause to that, right? It makes no sense where you know you've been forgiven, but then continue to do what you're doing. Like, how does that make a difference in you? How do you become a, a reborn child? How you became the salt of the world? How you become the light of the world if you're still gonna do the same thing that you were doing before? What difference are you really? You're no different if you're do, if you're if you're living if you're living your life six days six days out of the week, doing whatever you want, fornicating, smoking, drinking, doing whatever you want, and then come Sunday if, if that's when you have church. You're not doing it. Yeah. And like, you're just being a hypocrite. And then what's the point of the sacrifice? Of the perfect sacrifice that Jesus what, what was the point of him completing the law and like uh and resurrecting? What was what's the point of that then? And there comes the point where God will stop forgiving you. When it, when you when you get to that point, that's dangerous. That's even more dangerous. Yeah. Right? And we need to be careful and tread tread carefully, right? Because if we're not then we're literally being just like the world. Yeah. Like you like you said, the Bible says to be the salt of the world, be the mm-hmm. light, that shining light of the world, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that the world's gonna consume the with consume you with the darkness and change you. Yeah. You should be the change, right? So as mm-hmm. Christians, right, now that we're living in this time where where uh the alphabet group is is so beloved and you can't talk bad about them because they get offended and they get offended and you can lose your job, you can lose your money, you can lose everything. Are you going to stand true to to what you believe in or are you just going to fall because because there's fear in you? Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You think it was easy for the for the apostles to to be preaching the word of Jesus Christ after after he had risen? It was hard for them. Why? Because Christianity was was condemned by the Jews. Yeah, it was it was something that was probably still not accepted or normalized, right? It was still something where it's maybe for a normal person, probably like a freak show. Like, how can someone resurrect from being dead? Like, there's no one who has ever done that kind of thing, right? So, of course, they would be completely freaked out by the notion that to them, maybe like a regular man raising from the dead, like like how can like how can anyone respond to that in a normal way right if we're thinking like realistically kind of thing right if i was in that time too i'd be like kind of freaked out or just like my eyes would wide be wide open like what the heck what do you mean someone raised from the dead what do you mean someone wait someone died and then they just 
came back from and they got out of the tomb like what how like what kind of magicianness is this what kind of like you know like Brujeria. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like what, what kind of magic or what, what what's going on here like that's that's unheard of right and still to this day it's unheard of mm. to this day who who has changed the face of the world like jesus jesus has no one no one so like now even even the date is bc what does bc mean yeah, before Christ. Before Christ. So, um, AD, after death, right? So, we need to... Yeah, I mean, if you want to make a mark on the world, that's that's if that's not the way, then I don't know what is. And even now, man, like, someone wants to be raised from the dead and say they're the reincarnated version of Jesus Christ. I'm a little skeptical, man. Yeah. I'm very skeptical, actually. Not a little... Like... There's so much stuff coming out now. It's just like it's hard to believe. Like like you said, right? You just can't go off of like one small clip. Yeah. You got to do your research before you make a an actual judgment, right? Because mm. we are allowed to judge your words. We are allowed to judge what's coming out of your mouth, right? So it's very easy for someone to say, "Oh, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that." But are you really doing it? Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. Exactly. Once again, right? So it's like. I saw someone uh, talking about how uh, past being a, a true pastor, you should be able to to uh, discipline your flock. Yeah. Right. But who's going to discipline a pastor when they're the ones that's in the wrong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Is that something where it becomes like a democratic kind of thing, where like all in favor of discipline? Like, yeah. Like, how does that work, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Because I saw a video. There's probably like some kind of process procedure, but I don't. I don't know how it is. Because I saw a video where. A congregation kicked out a pastor from the from the church. Oh wow! Yeah, it just kind of. I don't think you're. Yeah, I don't me know how that works, man. Me personally, I don't think you're allowed to kick anybody out of church, regardless. Um, I've actually yeah, I've actually heard churches where they actually kicked out uh, members as well, um, because again they would know of certain things that have been spoken about and they've they've done their due diligence as well right try yeah. to help them out or try to make a plan or do the whole discipline kind of thing but it still turned out to be like okay you're you're still not changed still not learning like all right you're you're out yeah how do you feel about that because me personally i don't agree with that yeah it's it's yeah it's tough to say man because again right um Man is enabled to change a person. Only the Word of God, only Christ can, right? Mm -hmm. But then I wonder if at a certain point, like, like, do you think, like, all right, uh, how much do we, do we have to, like, what's the responsibility that a pastor has to protect the sheep or kind of a thing to making sure, like, if there is a black sheep in the congregation, right? Like, um, is is it the is the the right way correct way responsibility to kind of kick someone else even though yes it's, it seems very ironic because again right the church is supposed to be a, a place a home accepting of all kind of thing to come to to um ask for forgiveness or change kind of thing so no i'm in the boat with you but i i, I don't personally don't know because um yeah it, to me it just still bottles my mind that this person was legit like received like a paper information like you're now like you know you were officially kicked out like you can no longer come back like oh. go you can go to other churches but it can't be now this specific kind of organization kind of thing paperwork and everything i i, I can't remember it's man yeah <laughs> i gotta be careful with what i say but uh that's I how chambers begin <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man i don't know 
following the game, it's 37-27 Denver. Second quarter, 8 minutes, 32 seconds left to go. Oh, I saw like a quick thing about this guy. Rocky, I think that's his name. Is he yeah. the one that makes like 450K? I was, <laughs> he beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right in my mouth. Oh my gosh. Ooh, Michael Porter Jr. with the dunk. Oh, this is going to be a slap in the face. If this is a, if this is a sweep... It might be, man. That might be that might that might be really impressive. You know, because like I don't know. My I know I know Miami's an eighth seed, but I think they got a little screwed with some of uh some late uh injuries to the team and all that stuff. They weren't able to to play a full season together. But like, they they can they fight, man. Like yeah. again, they Ooh. they they had to. They were in the play-ins. They lost the first one. They had to win the second one. Yeah. Then they had to face Milwaukee. They beat them. Then they had to face. I forget who else. <laughs> but uh, Lakers. Miami. Oh, Miami. Sorry, Miami just beat the Celtics. Who was before the Celtics? Was it uh... Atlanta? I think. No, they lost to Atlanta. I think they beat the Raptors. They beat the Raptors, and they beat. Um... Was it 76ers that they beat? 76ers, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they beat the Celtics. And again, right, those were all teams that were expected to beat. No, you're missing a series in there, bro. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure it was Atlanta. Atlanta was in the play-ins, though. That was the first was the, That was the first one. Okay. Uh, and they lost to Atlanta, but then they had another chance, and they faced whoever it was. Who was the first seed? Milwaukee. Chicago. Oh, Chicago they beat, yeah. And then the first round was against Milwaukee, right? Yep. One versus eight. And then eight uh, to and then it was uh, three or four Who's Miami there? versus Celtics. No, that was the final round. Oh, so it was Seventy Sixers then. Yeah, because they faced Milwaukee first, and then they faced Seventy Sixers, or was that Boston? Boston faced. I'm all over the place right now. Man, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who 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 made the playoffs in the East. Anyways, point is, is that <laughs> Miami's a very they're they're a fighting team, man. They've proven so much already that they are able to do it, but. Um, I was seeing this stat about the uh, Denver Nuggets that their home win percentage is like sixty four point six four seven something like that because it's the altitude, the, right? The high altitude kind of thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if Miami, right, being a Miami, you know, um, that they would probably at least take one. I think this game is going to determine a lot. Yeah. Game one's going to determine. Usually game one's like the feel-out game kind of thing. Yeah. So it's really 50-50, but the way things are going right now. Plus, Denver's had like a week and a half off. Yeah, they had some nice rest. A lot. So Nice rest. You know, it could be good. It could be detrimental to your team as well. Too mm-hmm. much time off. But uh, I think th- I think this Doesn't is... Doesn't look like it right now. <laughs> this is Denver's year, man. They're, I think they're going to win their first ship. And like... If they do, congrats to them, man. Like, mm-hmm. well deserved too. Like, they've played. They they're very they're very well coached. They got a good, uh, a good centerpiece in Jokic. They got a good second player in Murray, and they got a yeah, they really good third bench. player in in Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, and they, they have a deep bench as well, man. Deep they, bench. They got players, man. Yeah, man. Bruce Brown, KCP, man. That guy's a walking bucket right there. Yeah, man. man. I think he's in the starting lineup though. Yep. But yeah, very good team. Hey, and Miami, Miami's Miami's good too. I think Miami uh, lives and dies with how good Jimmy Butler plays though. Mm-hmm. I think they depend a little bit too much on him, and well, they need to get him a good second, good second option. Well, again, man, like shout out to Caleb Martin, man. Cause yeah. 
when Jimmy Butler or Bam are unable, like he he's been mo- the most consistent Miami player. I think he got robbed for the Eastern Conference MVP thing. <sighs> yeah, I I you know I was thinking that too, right? Because there was people that are saying that he should have won it instead because he was consistent and he actually showed up every single time, kind of thing. But yeah, you can't you can't level you can't um measure like the leadership and and the competitive nature and and the things that Jimmy Butler does as well for the Miami team, right? Yeah. Um, whatever that culture that he instills from the organization or what he puts in into his guys as well too, because these are all majority of Miami team is undrafted players, which is again another insane thing. But um, yeah, it's and and the voting was actually very close. Jimmy Butler only won by one vote. One vote, yeah, yeah I saw that. And and even still, like even if it was Caleb Martin to win it, I don't think Jimmy would be mad about that because then, if anything, he'd probably definitely go after for the finals <laughs> MVP if he yeah. were if Miami were to win. I want Jimmy to get his his championship, but at the same time, I don't want Miami to win because, you know, it's kind of like a, a screw you from Kyle Lowry to the Raptors, right? Like oh. I kind of did it without you guys, kind of thing. Um, here here's a question for you: Do you think Kyle Lowry is the greatest Raptor of all time? Um, I, I think so, man. Yeah, because he has the stats. He's been there the longest. Like, vo- like Vince Carter forever will be like, um, like the OG, like, uh, the man who like created Toronto Raptor culture and like the the whole vibe and like just the way that Toronto Raptors are today. Like he started it all, man. I feel I find, but when it comes to actually like, uh, the player with the stats and the impact and and bringing the chip home, unfortunately. It's Lowry, right? I would say DeMar DeRozan, but... Me personally, yeah. I'd say DeRozan. Yeah. I think DeRozan because his loyalty was for, to the Raptors always. He got drafted by them. He literally started from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Became a three-time All-Star, I think, with the Raptors. He he ha- he has the stats, too. Like, he's their all-time leading scorer. Uh, well, I don't... Did Lowry surpass him in that? I don't know. It's just the only thing I would say with DeMar DeRozan is just that he he he's just he just was not the guy to close. He yeah. would shy away, right? But so so was Lowry. Yeah. Um like Lowry is I think he finally picked it up kind of thing, but um I don't know if that's because of the help of like Kawhi kind of opening that light and just taking that pressure finally off of Lowry where he can feel like he can be more relaxed, like all right, I got someone who can bail me out, but yeah, no, I, I can see your point as well. Where both of them, like, they're both equally as, um, as guilty of not being the ones to kind of close it out. Because yeah, oh my God, every single time, hmm. um, yeah, they just kind of learn it by like Cleveland and LeBron, right? LeBron too. Yeah, but if you think about it in that narrative, Lowry is right beside DeRozan. And the only reason Lowry got his his ring was because they didn't trade him. They traded oh, yeah. DeRozan. Yeah. DeRozan was DeRozan was the more valuable piece as well, right? That people were after or one or the younger able player, to, yeah, or able to trade to, uh, instead of Lowry, right? I mean, look what look what DeRozan has done for the Chicago Bulls. Like he's become an all around just yeah really good player, mid range specialist, man. Yeah, his passing ability has has gotten better. He's he's gotten better every year he's been in the league. Lowry was around for a bit before he got good with the Raptors. Like, Can you imagine, man? Like, if um, if it was Lowry ins- traded instead of DeRozan, and then just I think they would have won with with DeRozan and Kawhi. 
Yeah, I think it would probably wouldn't probably wouldn't the same result either way. Just uh, then the Kawhi would have to run the point then, which I think he would be capable of doing. Yeah, because th- uh, think about it, like. Because Freddie was there to run the point too, right? Yeah, he was. But the thing is, Lowry didn't really do that much in that playoffs in that in that year. Anyways, they literally no, it was got all Kawhi. Man. They literally got carried by Kawhi. No, one hundred percent. And L- no Lowry didn't that. play that well in the finals either. Like I'm pretty sure he had, didn't help uh, quite a bit, right? At least maybe. See, that, like, that, that was interesting to see the stats. That's you know? when Siakam actually had his breakout. Oh yeah, because yeah, no one was paying attention to Siakam. No one, no yeah. one was paying attention to Siakam. Where all and, the focus was on Kawhi. But and Lowry Siakam, wasn't playing well. Yeah, Siakam became that breakout star. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because again, no one had expectation or made a plan for like, oh, who is this guy? Nobody knows about him. And then he made his mark where, yeah, he was going for it. Right, even Draymond Green was being a great defender. He claims to be right. I had no way of stopping Siakam because he was not prepared for him. <laughs> and Lowry, Lowry's hated in Miami. They don't like him there. Oh really? Yeah, because they they're upset because he's getting paid all this money and he's he's not playing well. Like mm-hmm. he's coming off the bench. Yeah, but the dude is like what thirty eight, thirty seven? Like no, I think he's thirty five. Yeah, he's old, man. Yeah, thirty five yeah. is old. No, he's older than that. You think so? I'm pretty sure, man. I'm pretty sure he's older than that. Well, LeBron's thirty eight, I think, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another question: You think LeBron's gonna retire? Um. Or you think he's just doing it for the hype? Maybe, maybe on just to kind of test out the market kind of thing. Or you think he's being late GM? That too, <laughs> like <laughs> late GM, late GM back at it. Um, yeah, who knows what he's trying to do? Because I know, like, he want really wants to play with his son, right? Yeah, right now, he, like he says, he's only playing for championships, right? But man, this guy's not gonna be. Well, here's no, the question. I think Adley can still bring it back, man, because they just did all these changes in uh, in halfway of the season. So I'm pretty sure they just need team chemistry. They just need to stick with it, man. Yeah, and quick change and quick trying to draft for like for for like these like superstar players kind of thing and just like have what you have and just develop like yeah you don't have time but like man just keeping the change everything it's just like what kind of consistency what kind of team chemistry are you trying to do unless i don't know unless he thinks he's that capable or that but that's a that's a lebron mo team though you know what i mean like lebron calls the shots on every team he's on so even so, say like he's not. Has he ever played consistently with one guy his whole career, or two guys, or three guys? It's always changing around on every team he has. That's also true. Yeah. Hey, was his longest teammate was Kyrie? Uh, no, not Kyrie. Who would it be? I don't know. Kevin Love. I don't know. Name me one guy that has that's played more than four years with LeBron. He's been with the Lakers since 2019 or yeah. 2018? 2019. 2019. So he's been with the Lakers for five years now. Five years. He's been with uh, Cleveland in total. I think he was there. He went back for four. Four. And then before that, he was with Miami for, for four, four years. Yeah. Four years, yeah. And then I think he was with Cleveland for six. For the most, yeah. But well, with no How much really. is that? What's our math? Because he's been in the league for 20 years. Yeah, so six plus four plus four, that's 14, plus another four, 18. <laughs> yeah, I think we're around there. Yeah, five, actually, with the Lakers. So yeah, 19, five. yeah. Yeah. So there you go, yeah. 
So that's right. So, so he's, yeah, he's been equal four years with all these superstars, right? So yeah, and he, he hasn't had a consistent player to to play around him. Mm-hmm. Like every year he's been in the league. Like AD has been only his like current superstar, and then before that was Chris Bosh and D Wade. Before that was Kyrie and Kevin kind of thing. No, Kyrie and Kevin were after D Wade and Bosh. Whatever it was like it was those were his consistent superstar teams in those four years. I got a fact you check fact check you bro. Come on. Okay, that's okay. Um. So yeah, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's just all talk, just yeah, kind of making headlines, keeping his name. Yeah, kind that's of what thing. I think it is too. Like, because he's trying to, he's just trying to stirring up the media because he knows he can do that. He's probably he's probably giving the Lakers an ultimatum kind of thing. Like, if you don't get more players, I'm I'm going to retire kind of thing. Yeah, like I I even probably they're probably going to go after Dame or something like that. Yeah, but I'm going to be surprised. I think they're trying to go... Or I Kyrie? Think, I think they're trying to get Kyrie again. Man, scoop Kyrie. That guy, and bro, that guy, wherever he goes, it's just like a gong show, man. He's, this guy goes to Celtics, nothing happens. He promises, nothing happens. Goes to Brooklyn, nothing happens, man. He's a weirdo, man. He's a weirdo for sure. Like, I, I, can, I can respect for you, respect you standing up for what you believe in, but like... What did you do with it? It comes <laughs> to the point where it's like you're just, you're just sounding goofy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're just talking about some weird stuff. And it's, it's kind of hard to relate to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Like, like I remember Charles Barkley would, like, <laughs> say, like, quit trying to, like, tr- trying to be, like, the smartest guy in the room kind of mm, thing. You yeah. Know? Just, like, like <laughs> yeah. Charles Barkley ain't, ain't the smartest guy in the room either. No, but, man, he's good TV, though. He has good TV. What do you think about this guy, Jokic? He's, yeah, he's top talent, man. He's he's something else, that's yeah. for sure. I think okay. Here, here's a question I was having with uh with my manager. Mm. Do you think who's had a, a bigger impact in 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 the league, Steph Curry or LeBron? Um, I I wouldn't say LeBron because he's a pretty um, like his style of play is is not nothing like awe dropping, right? He's just mm. a physical specimen, just runs down the paint, uses his body, bulldozes, yada yada, scores kind of thing. Of course, with his longevity and everything he's doing, yeah, I would say that's eye opening. But Steph Curry completely changed the game just by his deep threes and just the whole culture of Golden State Warriors. Like he was the one that started this whole like the way that the NBA is right now where it's just like pure shooting, not that much defense. All these teams are now just jacking up threes, shooting threes, as Chuck would say. And that's what it seems the NBA is right now. It's just a bunch of teams are just working on their three shot and just shooting it, just keep shooting threes kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I was so to answer your question, Steph Curry. <laughs> I would agree because LeBron, he's he's more, he's he's a unique uh, specimen, I guess you can say. And and don't get me wrong, also LeBron too, since he was number one, like he stood up to the pressure, like he like he was the chosen one, right? Ever since high school, he he had all this like popularity, this fame, uh like all these accolades and he came through like in high school and right from high school right away into the league in the pro league, like that's that's something on its own and to be consistent like year after year after year being like a top-notch player kind of thing yeah we can say like the first three years was like him still adjusting kind of thing but then for the most part he was 
he's been top line a player like for a long time. This has been my conspiracy theory on LeBron. He's on steroids. He's on roids. <laughs> Probably. No, Some you kind know of why? Enhancement drugs, man. You Something know why? Like that. This guy's never been out. Never, never had a major injury. Oh no, in, yeah. In his career. Yeah. Like all the greats, some way, somehow, That's like not they've possible. had some kind of injury. But this guy, some, for some reason, somehow. And and yes, like he does invest in a lot of money, health into his body, like procedures or whatever the case is. Like Yeah, steroids isn't cheap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, ain't I cheap, guess, bro. Yeah, I guess millions of dollars spent on steroids for him to recover from injuries or whatever Yo, when the you're case on, is. When you're on ster- steroids, you got to be, you got to have a... Uh, a psychologist with you to help you so you don't get roid rage like all that stuff ain't cheap he got the money for it yeah he he can definitely spend on it man. like what well, how pretty like, sure he's a billionaire like what are you spending a million dollars that's helping you like that's what i want to know yeah. what cost a million dollars like i feel like that's just an exaggerated number like, like what are you what are you what are you paying for for that's costing you a million dollars that's helping you stay healthy like is he doing like a full like eight hour shift of just like a massage or masseuse kind of thing like is he going to do like every type of like uh therapy kind of thing thermotherapy like is he going into like the mountains kind of thing to work on his breathing like is he going into like the dead sea for floating like is he going to like different types of procedures what are the case may be like trying this type of diet trying that type of diet doing this type of procedure that procedure like just checking all the x-rays and mri just see where like his knots are or how his bone density is like (laughs) Man, like I can go on and on, but Bro, I, think I just go off, off like that on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know, man. I, I I'm not a I'm not a LeBron fan, and I've I've been pretty vocal about that. <laughs> and, no me digas. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, I feel like LeBron has always played for stats. He's a, he's a stats guy. Yeah, when he says he's a pass first, like get out of here, man. Nobody nobody. Who is that? Who is a uh, pass you know, first can get to that point range? You know who is pass first? John Stockton. Oh that, yeah, you definitely. That's definitely. a record that I, that won't be broken. Yeah, fourteen thousand assists in his career. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Joke. Fifty nine forty two Denver. Come on, Bam. Come on, Bam. Bam at a bio. Half time. This... Let's go. This is a lot, man. They're exposing them, like you said. They're exposing. Look at the. This guy already has 10 points, 10 assists. Jesus. That's too much size, man. Without love, without hero, like. And Max Struess, I think, I'm pretty sure I saw the stat. He's 0 for 7. I don't think Tyler Hero's going to make that much of a difference in this series because he's been out for too long. Yeah. He's he's, got to be rusty. Oh my! Look at that, bro! Against Caleb, Vincent, Caleb, and Aaron Gordon. That see those switches are gonna, bro! Oh my gosh! Yeah, they can just get eaten alive. Gabe Vincent, not Caleb Vincent. Oh my bad. (laughs) (laughs) My guys, yeah, you really can't multitask, eh? No, I can't. I can, bro. (laughs) I can. I can listen to two conversations going on at the same time. And follow. That's just the that's just the nosy in me, I guess. Puros casaca, casaca. There we go. <laughs> yeah, Shout bro. out to all the Japanese, man. How how you how you liking the the new studio? Oh yeah, yeah um, as the young bloods would say, it's a vibe. Vibe. We vibing down here. 
nice and cool. Yeah, man, I, that's um, that's the thing I love about the basements around this time because the ground is still cool for the most part, right? So it stays cool down here. It just sucks when when it's actually legit summer gets hot because then the coolness is gone. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is what it is, man. It's it's nice. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, we actually filmed two. We're recording two episodes in one day. Film? Whoa! Film? What? Where? Not, not there yet. <laughs> I'm secretly filming my guy right now. Jeez, man! Smile, you're on camera. For real. While I pick my eyes. <laughs> um, and gestures. I, yeah, and gestures. Um, I, have a, I have a question to ask you. Uh-oh. Um, and I asked, um, I wanted to keep an open mind and just be patient and, and open with him about to ask right now. We're not open-minded people here, bro. Well, to a certain extent. <laughs> 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 to a certain extent. <laughs> um, so... In the Bible, um, oh, we going deep. It it kind of the top the subject of wine mm. comes up, right? Yeah, um, I've I've met conservatives and liberals in the faith where, um, I guess for the most part, conservatives they're like no wine, no alcohol, nothing whatsoever, right? Yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. But I think on the liberal side, they're more about like. The Bible says that you know you can drink wine, but you can't get drunk. Yeah. So they just have one glass of wine or one glass of beer, whatever the case is, right? What the? Because this is gonna be a, probably a two-part question or maybe more questions. So I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm just want to hear what your your, yeah. your opinion is on this. What is your mindset when it comes to the idea of like drinking a glass of wine, kind of thing? Um. It's a it's a loaded question. It's a loaded question because because in the again in the Bible it yeah. says like you can drink wine but don't get drunk. Which yeah, it doesn't know, it doesn't say that actually. No, okay. it doesn't say you can drink wine. Okay, fact it, check me. What, like I'm paraphrasing what it yeah, says, but yeah. go ahead, fact check me. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the what the verse says, but I'm I'm okay ninety nine point nine nine percent sure. Okay, you talk, I'll look it up. And uh, it doesn't say. Uh, you can drink it and then, but not get drunk. Uh, it does say that getting inebriated is that the word inebriated? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Inebriated is like another word for for getting drunk. So that's the sin, right? Because if you look at Noah, when after the flood, he actually got drunk, and it says that one of his sons found him, and. Uh, I think it was his son, Cam. Cam found him, and instead of, like, helping him, he went to go tell his other brothers, like, basically, Chambre, right? And then uh, God punished him because he said, or actually Noah punished him because he said, because of, instead of seeing his father's sin and helping him, he made it worse, right? So the sin was that Noah got drunk. So the problem is, is it a sin to drink in general. Um, so, I found here. Yes. Fact um, check. It, sa- it says here, uh, reading the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, and do not... Uh, this is off a of webpage, so I, I can also bring up the Bible <laughs> app as well, too, just to be sure that we're actually accurate and not having some kind of like different where, translation. Where are you reading? Uh, Ephesians 5.18... And it states also, also see Proverbs 21, 
23:20 in Isaiah 5. We can get into all this actually. Yeah, yeah. This could be a cool thing to jump into. So it says, "And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery." Debauchery, debauchery, debauchery. Ephesians what did you say? Ephesians 5:18. Ephesians 5:18. But be filled with the Spirit. Hmm. It doesn't say you can drink it though. Right. And then down here, I think it says, this is a command from the Spirit-inspired apostles. Christians, do not get drunk. To get drunk then is a sin. Um, but if you have it there, Ephesians 5.18, and then I'll look into the Proverbs 21. 5.18. Proverbs 21. 5.18 says, don't be drunken with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. So again, like you, uh, you said uh, that people love saying you can drink wine, but don't get drunk. It does. The Bible never specifically says don't drink wine, but it also doesn't. It also says don't get drunk, or drink wine, but don't get drunk. Um, so, going back to your question, if I believe it's okay or not. Mm, I always answer that question with another question. What benefit do you do you get from drinking it? If you're going to drink it. Apparently it's like, okay. I know. Aside it's from the, the health um, <laughs> hand gestures, quote unquote, health benefits, right? Um, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not too sure aside from the health benefits. They also say there's health benefits to smoking weed. Yeah. All right, it, it, can you do that? Because the Bible doesn't say that you can't smoke. So, um, <laughs> spoiler alert: this is like the kind of the theme that I'm going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. so you know. Um, so I, again, for me, like this is something where I think with conservatives, it's just customer where they just anything like alcohol related. It's like no, 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 right? But yeah. liberals kind of thing is like, and their mindset is like, not drunk. Okay, then we'll drink but not to the point of drunk we're okay with that kind of thing right okay i'm not gonna I'm and not it's gonna... like it's up to everyone's kind of like interpretation too because i always hear people like oh yeah i just drink one glass and that's it like and and again right to their spiritual maturity whatever it is like for me it's just like you know maybe i need just to do more research and look into this a bit more kind of thing but i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it anymore i don't believe we should drink wine or beer or lagers or ales or whatever mm-hmm I don't think we should because there is no there is no benefit to it, and I feel it also it could be like a a gateway towards alcoholism, whether you want to accept it or not. And I feel like the people that love or the people that defend drinking wine and beer and all that stuff, they defending it because they like it. You know what I mean? And so, even though they think it's even though they know it's wrong. They try to use uh, biblical verses to try to justify them doing something that they're not that they shouldn't be doing, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because like right now, as you're saying, right, doesn't we still don't really have a determined answer, right? Still, yeah, like it doesn't say no or doesn't say yes or whatever the case is. And I'm reading here Proverbios 21. My version is in Spanish, but el vino hace burla, el licor alborota, y cualquiera que se desacaría no es sabio. So that kind of tells you right there. But it just says el, el vino. Like it doesn't say when you're drunk with this or drunk with that, right? 
But it, it just goes back down to the same thing, right? If you like something, you're going to find any way to try to defend defend your your way of thinking with scriptures or non-scriptures, right? So, like, people will say, well, then, if, if God didn't want us to drink wine, why would he make wine in in the wedding, right? Well, who's to say there was alcohol in that wine? Because wine is just basically mashed up grape juice, right? Yeah, because there is, a, there is wine grapes, right? It's different mm-hmm. from regular grapes. So is the wine grapes, does that have already alcohol in there? Or do you still no, have to I think do they like add, a process, fermentation they, or what? I think they add alcohol to it. I'm not sure how it works, to be honest. But like obviously we're going to get fact-checked by someone out there. There's going to be some alcoholic that's going to be like, well, bro, they're going to be like, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> Is that how they talk? Yeah, that's how they talk. <laughs> it's It's okay. If you find the need that you need to uh, defend yourself with certain way of thinking within the Christian community, that maybe what you're doing is not the right thing to do. If that makes any sense. Where do you stand on it? Yeah. Um, like, I, like, I don't drink at all, right? Because, yeah. again, it's something that I just thought and what I was taught from parents and from conservative church, like alcohol and drugs no big time no kind of thing right but just hearing from other christians and and hearing and just observing and learning and again this kind of this this verse or scripture kind of says kind of thing right quote unquote paraphrasing and what i've already said earlier right um now yeah for me you still i it's for me it's an i don't know right um it'd be something i have to still look into and hopefully by discernment and and hopefully by the god is that the holy spirit like like for me, it's no problem, right? Since I've never really done it, really. Of course, when I had my rebellion, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of now, like, yeah, it's something that I don't do. Is it something that I, like when it comes to cooking? Like, I I wouldn't mind. I would love to use wine as a cooking kind of thing, right? Of course, you burn the alcohol or whatever it is. Yeah. But like when it comes to flavoring for sauces or or whatever the case may use it for it for, like I wouldn't mind doing that in that kind of perspective. But what I'm also alluding to as well, and again open mind bear with me what i'm just this is just my thoughts sometimes i just think about the word meditate and just kind of think right where if this if this concept um is like this when it comes to wine right if it is true if it is legit what what i'm what i'm saying and if it is biblically correct we can say that wine is something that's grown right mm-hmm. something that god created right mm-hmm. the wine the grapevines and all that stuff we also know that um, marijuana, hmm. right, is also grown, right? God created There's a purpose behind it, right? Maybe the practice of smoking it, yes, is probably something we can say, but um, I've seen it where it's been, like, used into, like, oils or, like, lotions, creams. CBD. Or, or some type of, like, I don't know, like, medicines or something like that, right? Where firsthand I see like the actual like outcomes of what it does, right? I don't know if I told you this, but I saw this one clip of someone who uh, struggles severely with Parkinson's. Yeah. Right. The ability to you have no ability to control your your movements, right? Your your limbs, your body is now involatile, right? You lose that ability to control your movements. And I think somebody was taking medicinal marijuana, smoking it, and after a couple of minutes or whatever it was, they were able to be still again. They were able to gain control of their movements, where it was a complete 180 kind of thing, right? Um, 
so I'm interested in in to know like if again going from what it says there like and not to get high of course of marijuana but not to smoke it but like what other types of practices or uses can you know marijuana be because marijuana again weed is just such a huge kind of negative stigma attached to it right where yeah. it's just that thing of getting high you know uh, smoking it up or doing any type of way to get uh, into it into your system kind of thing but what other ways can it be utilized as a benefit kind of thing which also alludes to me um to okay what else is kind of known as a drug but also grows um and then also think of shrooms right again how does this stuff like into play of cocaine yeah it's grown I, yeah i guess it's grown the too right leaf. so like all these other types of drugs right mm-hmm. it's all grown in nature kind of thing like at one point is it actually something that could be um again everything has a purpose god has made everything perfect right there's no mistakes anything like that right uh what uh, uh, <laughs> um what could this stuff be actually be something be a positive use out of it or an actual good thing or is it just going to be something where it's just um something where we can lead to like god created like the the tree of knowledge or whatever like that's something mm. that he told adam and eve like do not eat from this tree kind of thing or whatever the case is is this certain stuff like in that kind of sense where it's been created where like okay this exists but don't do it right yeah like, like i guess there's certain things that God allows for man to discover, I guess you can say, for a reason, right? So, where does alcohol play in? And alcohol plays in that because you got a lot of uh, things that are grown naturally, like uh, yeah, alcohol. For the most part, you have to do a big process for it to become alcohol, right? Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, same thing with marijuana, like. If you grab a marijuana leaf, like a regular one that hasn't been contaminated or anything, you're not going to get high off of it. It's the... Yeah, unless it's just the bud, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the... What's the word for marijuana that actually gets you high? THC. THC. The THC levels. And then the shrooms is a, is a is an interesting conversation to have, right? Because mm-hmm. that is something that is grown naturally. Yeah. But it does. And just a few munches off that and like you're... You're You're gone. Yeah, you're gone. (laughs) You're in a different universe, right? (laughs) Me personally, I've never never done shrooms. Mm -hmm. I've never done any hardcore drugs. Uh, I have... I did dabble with with marijuana a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not proud of it, but I did do it. Um, Same with alcohol. Mm -hmm. But from what I've been told with shrooms, it's like it really... It's like a... It takes you into another world. You start seeing yeah. things differently. It opens up your like different areas of your mind, kind yeah. of thing, right? Especially in big doses, kind of thing, where whoever it is a big dose to get you to that point, right? Yeah. So you're asking if, if so. So what I'm trying to say is that like so with wine, right? Don't it says do not get drunk. So if we kind of take that and we go into say like marijuana to not get high, or if we go to shrooms to not get high, or mm-hmm. like whatever the case may be, like, um. Could that be something where, like, um, in a correct way of, quote-unquote, hand gestures, good practice kind of thing, right? Taking it naturally or trying to find a way how it can be a positive thing for the body, whether it be a cure or whether it be a helping agent, whatever the case may be. Could that be something that you can relate to wine where, like, okay, in in a dosage where you don't get to that point kind of thing? Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I don't trust the signs when it comes to that stuff, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because um, they're just going to tell you whatever is working so you can get into, the, I guess, the propaganda of whatever they're trying yeah, to Yeah, because you can only hope that the science is, quote-unquote, accurate and correct, that they actually done a, like a sample size where it's like, I don't know, 5,000 people, and they've done it like at this dosage, this dosage, and this dosage kind of thing. And this is the thing, though. So many people take their, they, they put their faith in science, but how many times has science been wrong? Science has been wrong a lot. When has God been wrong? Never. So if God allowed these things for to be used for for medicinal reasons, I think He would have. Uh, he th- there would have been a different way to do it, right? Because you smoking marijuana is actually harming your body, anyways. You're literally yeah, blowing lungs, yeah. smoke into your lungs. Yeah. Right? That's and not the, healthy. Yeah, and and again, right? That's why I say like when it comes to the lotions or the creams or I don't know whatever type of let's just say pills for the heck of it or just the oil extract itself, right? Um, again, I'm I'm interested in, in like it, would that be quote unquote again a better practice instead of like smoking or something like that? If um, is if like you have some kind of like Parkinson's, something like that, mm-hmm. where like it actually would reduce it to a dramatic point where you can actually still live your life. I think if it's not a men- affecting you mentally, um, I would say yes. But if you have to smoke it or... Yeah, I would say for sure, like smoking it, no. Like If it's a cream or an oil. Like somehow like you're not able to, like I, I know in certain applications when you're able to I ingest it, right? So again, for Parkinson's, this is like my only example because <laughs> this is the only one I've seen really. But like, let's say like it would be a pill that you would ingest where it's just THC where like it helps you with, again with the with the parkinson's disease and all that like uh, it, it just be just something i thought i'd bring up just as a discussion kind of thing because yeah i don't know because again it, it's probably a conversation uh com- conversation no a controversial thing oh. a controversial type of topic kind of thing because again for the most part it's like no to drugs no to alcohol big bang bang like why 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 and it's just like no 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 kind of thing right i think uh but it's always something like i'm always kind of interesting just to kind of bring it up and just hear what other people have to say I think when it comes to that kind of stuff, I think God just is, is trying to avoid us getting um, messing with our own heads, kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you smoke too much weed, then you can like you. That's not good for you. Yeah. If you drink too much wine, that's not good for you. Yeah, exactly, right? Because right? you're also, especially with wine, right? It starts affecting your liver and all this stuff. Yeah, you, you're, yeah, you're getting yourself where you become intoxicating and God forbid, where you become alcoholic and then it, yeah, affects your liver, affects your way of life, kind of thing. And, uh, and the, you the become Bible dependent on it. Right? The Bible says that your body is the temple, right? So you need to respect your te- the the temple, and you need you need to take care of it, right? Mm-hmm. That's also it's the same thing with food, with gluttony, right? Yeah, yeah, ex- yeah. There so eating too much is not good for you. Yeah. So you need to take care of yourself and not not be a, a quote unquote pig, right? So it, it's the same thing. Like, you just need to take care of yourself. That's not to say you need to go to the gym and blah, 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 blah. No. It's like, you, you know, your body is important. Like, it, 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 it gets us into that conversation of tattoos as well, right? I know it's like, it's, it's, it's a really deep conversation. But where do, so, you, where do you stand on that, right? Because you, you, you kind of started it with the wine. I think I think with, we should we with, should go all the way all the way deep. Yeah, just, sure. Um, with gluttony? No, with tattoos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Um, just real quick on on 
on gluttony. And again, <laughs> um, just bear with me. What yeah, I'm about yeah, to yeah. say right now. <sighs> I, I mean, <laughs> oh man, please, please don't take this the wrong way. Or don't try. <laughs> don't think I'm trying to be disrespectful or rude. But I'm, I'm going to try and say this with a serious face. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> oh, man, <I'll... laughs> just say it, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but um, are fat people in sin because they're fat? Are the fat people sinners because it's quote unquote gluttony? Okay, we're all sinners, but you, uh, is your question? Are they are, committing sin? I should say. Are that. they committing sin? Yeah. What do you think about that? In a way, yes. In a way, yes, because you can't. It, it, it's it's like your vice. You know what I mean? Just because you're not drinking, just because you're not smoking, doesn't mean you're not doing something else. Hmm. And it could be gluttony, right? So, oh, like that could be like your quote-unquote addiction? And just, yes. Uh, right, right, right. That's their addiction. For mm. people that are obese, their addiction is food. Yeah, to keep food, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, does food become the idol instead of... Yeah, yeah okay. it is, right? Okay, we can go with that. Um, and to answer your question, tattoos, um, it's interesting because... Um, I don't have any tattoos, but if, if, I want to make sure I say that clear, <laughs> if I ever were to get tattoos, I know exactly what I would get. It would just be my, my entire back kind of thing, what the design I have thought of. But, For real? Um, yeah, I know exactly what I would get. But uh, I remember um, I was having a conversation when I was, a, when I was very young, a youth, um, I had this conversation with someone because... Before they knew Christ, they had tattoos. Well, they still probably do. They have tattoos, right? But mm-hmm. when they accepted Christ, they still have tattoos. So uh, one of the one of the at that time, one of the brothers, one of the, they would ask him like, "Hey, do you regret since you accepted Christ of having tattoos?" And his response was, "No, because it's not my body that's going to heaven. <laughs> it's it's his soul, right? So yes, the body is tattooed, but it's the, it's the body that stays down here, and it's his soul that goes to heaven. That's it was his response, kind of thing." Right. But, but yeah, I've I've seen quote unquote Christians with tattoos and all that all tatted up, and it does it says in the Bible to not have like your body inked or modified or something like that. Okay, so see, this is where it gets really complicated, and like I said, like I was saying earlier, people like to uh, use scriptures for when it's um to support their argument. Yeah, so the Bible says to not get tattooed in the dead. Like the in in honor of the dead or whatever, so then they're like, okay, that means I can get any other any other kinds of tattoos. Oh, get it tattooed on. Yeah, honor so of it's the justification, living? justification oh. kind of thing, right? Trying to justify them getting tattoos, right? So there must be something in like the law, right? Like since the law has so like probably really breaks down all the rules, kind of thing. Yeah, so the the that whole tattoo law is in the Old Testament, um, but. It goes down back to this. It goes back down to the exact same thing, right? Um, and and I would say too. Sorry to cut you off. And yeah, I would yeah. say too. Like again, since Jesus, he was the one to complete the law, right? Mm. So at that time, it's still accurate when he was around, and clearly the man didn't have any tattoos or mm-hmm. or didn't have any need to speak about it because again, since he was going to complete the law. Like there is no reason to bring it back up because it's already it is written, right? Yeah. Maybe if I can say so that. So there's a certain way as Christians that we need to live our lives, right? So mm. okay, tattoos. I'm not for tattoos. 
if you had tattoos before you came to Christ, there's nothing you really can do more after yeah. that. Of course. Like there's like surgeries or like there's procedures you can yeah. do, right? To to remove it, but yeah, and it's before Christ, yeah. Like you've done what you've done, you didn't know. I think God is being in church and having a tattoo already, like if you get one while whilst you're in church, then um I would yeah. say that's not right. Yeah, like if you're a veteran in the faith kind of thing and like quote unquote spiritually mature, then yeah. And the crazy thing is I've seen Christians right now that have been in church, that are still in church, that have gone out and got tatted. Really? Yeah. Mm. I've seen several of them actually. Uh Uh-oh. Shout out to... No, I'm kidding. Yeah. And some of them you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So my take on tattoos, like uh, I never will do it. But again, if if I were, don't leave I the know door exactly. open, my friend. Don't leave the door open. No, it's not gonna happen, man. Yeah, I know. It's just it's it's one of those arguments that's in the Christian community that. You know, if you're for it, you're for it. And if you're not, then you're yeah. not kind of thing. And going back to what we were talking about with wine as well, right? Yeah. People are going to be for and there's And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that people that are for the wine are the exact same people that are for the tattoos. I'm going to do a, I'll do a survey. <laughs> do a survey. Put it on Instagram. <laughs> it's just, right. it, it's such a, it's such a complicated uh, discussion, right? Because like I said, it, people will try to justify the, the way they're living or the way they think they should live their lives. That they will give you scriptures and they'll be like, oh, well, Jesus turned the, the water into wine. Oh, well, the Bible says not to get tatted in in the um, in remembrance of the dead or whatever. Yeah, yeah Jesus did turn the water into wine, but homie was not drinking jugs and jugs of it, man. <laughs> or he, it doesn't even say he drank it. Well... Yeah, but like again, right? It's just going back to the point where like okay, he, here's like, another here's not another to dis- justify people. With I know, but here's another discussion that I've been having a lot of, with people online, right? Was Jesus was Mary Jesus's mother? She gave birth to him, so I would say yes. Okay, so here's my argument. Uh huh. Find me scriptures where Jesus calls her mother. Yeah, because he would say he would Woman. say father. He would say woman. Yeah, he would say father, but he never said mother, eh? Mm-mm. Really? Nope. When he was on the cross and he presented Mary to John, he said, woman, they're your son. Son, they're your mother. He didn't say, hey, mom. Or And that was the only time he said mother, but not for him, but not for, for John. Him. For John. Interesting. Yeah, that'd be something to look into, yeah. It's something to, to because uh, everything Jesus did, he did it according, with a plan, because he knew what was what was to come. He knew right. the idolatry. Right, right. He knew the idolatry that was coming towards Mary, for, for sure, right? But, like, when it comes to, like, what we're discussing right now, wine, alcohol, beer, marijuana, um... Any type of uh, tattoos. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Because okay, is off the line. Yeah. If you're if you're for those things, who's influencing you? Do you think that's something that's coming from God for you to to, to try to get you to um, defend 
alcohol, marijuana, or tattoos? Do you think that's an argument that's coming from God? Or do you think that's something that's coming from your flesh, something that's coming from the world? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then you can also say as well, like, again, bringing back up, uh, we are called to be the light and the salt of the world, right? If we're participating ourselves, whether it be tattoos or whether it be um, having that quote-unquote social drinking or recreational, et cetera, et cetera, like, um, at one point, are you going to be able to be um, disciplined enough to, like, know that's your limit and that's it? Or mm. at one point, are you going to get into a situation where you become another one, another one, another, another one. one, right? Shout out DJ Khaled. Right. <laughs> in that kind of mindset. God, and then at that point, then are you really still being the difference in the world? Are you now just joining the world in that kind of aspect? Right? Just, how are you being any different than the world? You're not being any different. How are you being the change in the world? Right, and especially if you're going to be with, quote-unquote, uh, non-Christians, right? They're mm. going to be like, oh, you drink? What the heck? Like, But again, like it, it's, it's just interesting because then, yeah, what's the response, response going to be? Oh, it's just one that's in, nothing else kind of thing. Like uh, in church, we do Santa Cena, right? Right. But we never, we never actually do alcoholic wine. Yeah, we actually, no, it's just It's always juice. grape juice. Yeah. Right, so because again, it's just the representation, right? Just like, yeah. again, just like with uh, with El Bang, right? It's not actually the flesh of Christ, right? This is just it represents, right? As he states, like, take this as a representation of my body. Mm. So yeah, it goes back to the same thing. Like when Jesus converted the 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 water into wine, was it alcoholic wine or was it grape juice or what was it? Right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a very thin line. Yeah, just like. Wine in the Bible does that mean like like the wine of today like if like if we're going to back to what the Arabic or Hebrew or whichever original language it stems from it'd be interesting to kind of break it down like what it says in there because I think I forget which language I don't know if it's Greek Arabic or or Hebrew but uh, in one of the languages like love has three different meanings kind of a thing oh okay it's probably we're, we're probably like, Aramaic. One of the, it's one of them because, yeah, English, we just have one love for like one love, (laughs) (laughs) just one love, but like (laughs) in a different language, like there's three types of loves, kind of a thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting uh, debate to have with people, right? But usually the ones that you're debating are the ones that like doing it, right? So it's Mm kind of hard to have a conversation because there is a little bit of bias in there and there is a little bit of uh um them wanting to they want it to be true right mm-hmm. they want it to be um uh, fit their agenda their narrative right so yeah i don't know man it's like at the end of the day to each their own yeah like i'm not here to you know get conclusions or what determinants maybe later on if if i ever decide to like actually invest into this but just something that again thoughts right just just things that I think about or just random ideas like, huh, interesting, or how huh, about this, or how huh, about that, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I'll bring up another topic to you, like, uh, the other day, and I was talking to our, our homeboy Nick as well about this. That, homeboy um, Nick, shout out. Shout out to homeboy Nick. Where Is it Sam? Yeah. <laughs> shout out, Sam. He, I'm sure he doesn't care that we mentioned his name. <laughs> we're like, again, it was one day where I was just thinking and just uh, thinking about the word and just like how... Again, in life, I just make observations and I notice things were, again, forgive me, but just have an open mind with one Bible to say, like, for the most part. If. <laughs> <laughs> women, for the most part, they're nosy, they're gossipers, that kind of thing, right? Bro, 
It's hate speech against women. <laughs> Don't talk about it like that. <laughs> For the most part, right? <laughs> but um, and, and how like 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 why why like so much about it? Why are they like this kind of thing? And then I can think about all the way back to Eve, where like, look what happened, right? Mm. With uh, again, God says, "Do not eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge." Correct? Yeah. Um, but what happens? The serpent comes around and whispers into Eve's ear, and her, and her being curious, right, being naive. nosy, being naive, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. listens and like, "Oh my gosh, no way!" And then what she <laughs> do? Well, of course, goes to Adam, like, whisper gossip, you know, kind of thing, right? But however, right. So we get that from Eve, right? Yeah. Um, but then on Adam's side, this is where he done messed up too because... Oh, you done messed up, bro. Because right? he's supposed to be a firm man where he's able to say no to gossip, no to rumors, say like, no, this is not correct. We've received our instruction. We're going to have to stick to it. That's what I'm going to have to say, right? But mm-hmm. instead, what did he do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, let's try it. Okay. The old lady yeah. told me to do it, so I did it. Yeah. This I done guy, did it. This guy became a simp, bro. As, as, <laughs> as, as my homeboy, as my homeboy Nink would say, man. he was simping hard. Yeah, the, my man, he simped, man. Like he, he <laughs> caved in, bro. This guy <laughs> d- could not stay up to the pressure, man. This guy didn't know how to say no. He's like, no, woman, we're not supposed to have this. But no, it's his fault too, man. Don't. It was you, if you think about it, it was just as much as his fault and hers. That's what I'm saying. Right? And I say this because yeah. when God called him out on it, he said, "The woman you gave me." Yeah. Made me fall. Yeah. And then she just did the exact same thing as he did. And mm-hmm. She said, the serpent fooled me. Right? None of them took accountability for mm-hmm. what they had done. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. He was simping hard. Yeah, man. He simped. So, yeah. <laughs> Eve done messed up because of being mi teacher. Shute. <laughs> but it could have just, ha- it could have, it could have easily happened to Adam just as, just as much, right? You think so? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It was going to happen regardless. I, f- I think... I think that was the plan, right? Because the reason why I bring that up is because, again, just sort of based off of stereotypes, observations, things I've seen and learned, like, for the most part, from what I've seen, women become more of, like, the, the talkers, the details, like, the gossipers, like, oh, did you hear this? Oh, did you hear that? And the guys, like, we're we're very, like, straight to the one, like, hey, how you doing? Good. Nice. Yeah. You know? I always some think guys. Some guys. Most guys. Most guys. Yeah. Most guys. Most Oh, my God. <laughs> moist. <laughs> most guys for the most part right moist <laughs> shout out to the people that love that word <laughs> moist oh man um for the most part right <laughs> we're men we're not about like the gossip we're very we're not about the details we're yeah. like straight to the point kind of thing like like I don't know, like how it is with like uh, your brothers and your sisters, right? Like your brother, like how is your conversation? Probably like straight to the point kind of thing. But when it comes to your sisters, like how much like details do they ask, or like how much in depth conversation do you go? Like for me and my brother, man, like like my homeboy, <laughs> homeboy Nick, like he would <laughs> he would kind of like man, he'd like be like man, that's how you guys have your conversations. Like it's one minute and that's it. Like yeah, man, we're just straight to the point. Like <laughs> like hey, what's up? Oh, uh, are you gonna give Mama a ride? A uh, ride home? Like yeah, okay. How you doing? Good. Same. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> and that'd be at our conversation. But then homeboy Nick would tell me like when he has, uh, when he calls up his, his sister's kind of thing, like it'd be like, bro, 15, 30 minutes long because like they get into the detail. Yeah. Like, and they ask questions, this and that. Like, oh, what do you mean by this? Or like, oh, what happened here? Like, it's like all these details and information you want to know about. Because like, if you think back, like you watched Friends, right? Oh, 
I always think about Bruh. this one episode, man, that like summarizes it perfectly. It's the one episode where Ross and, and Rachel, they finally kiss kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So what ends up <laughs> happening that Ross goes oh, back yeah. with Joey and, and uh, yeah, I know what you're Joey talking. and uh, Chandler. Thank you. Chandler's apartment. Rachel goes with Monica and Phoebe. And then you see what happens with Ross when he says, like, so we kiss. Like, oh, nice. Tongue? Yeah. Nice. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, right? They're eating pizza. <laughs> yeah, they're eating pizza. Right? But then when you go to the female side, like, yeah. oh, my God, it was magical. Tell me everything. Yeah. Oh, and they go into detail like bit by bit kind of thing it's just like man <laughs> i i agree with what you're saying but i also disagree because i think um like i'm really close with my older sister my mm. older sister and uh our conversations are not long uh she just moved up north right shout out to my sister i miss shout you. Out to your sister man. i guess i'm gonna put her name out there i miss you stephanie um god bless you stephanie and uh i called her last week and we were I think I talked to her for like five, maybe 10 minutes mm-hmm. at most. And it was just like, hey, how's it going? Good. How's the move? Yeah, it was, it was not bad. It was, it was okay. Oh, yeah. Are you having fun? Yeah, I did gardening yesterday. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Is Kim there? Kim's my wife. I'm like, yeah, she's right here. Okay. She just goes off talking to her. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to walk away now. So it's uh, like, so, so there you go, right? So she probably already knows, right? Maybe I, again, I'm just, I'm just taking what if what I'm hearing right now. Maybe she already knows with you. It's just like straight to the point conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm. But I'm with, very but with Kim, I assume that Kim, they're probably going off in the detail. Kind the of thing, thing is, my wife is more. My wife is straight to the point. Well, she's not into some. She's not. She's not like an in depth conversation person either. Mm-hmm. But I guess like I don't know. It's just the dying the dynamic she has with my sister is a little different and mm-hmm. even with her sisters too. But uh, I don't know. I, I just think, I think it depends on the, on the woman and I think it depends on the man, right? Cause there is men that just go into straight into yeah, like, I, like remember I told you I used to work where a place where there was a bunch of Hispanic Christian guys mm-hmm. and all the guys that, that were, that worked there, they were all chambrosos, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> So like I I've seen both sides like I worked right, at right. I I worked at a pork factory where there was a good mix of women and men and women there and and it was just as bad too so mm. I I think it just depends it it depends on the person I think yeah and this is one I want to allude to as well and again keep an open mind with what to say this is just obs- I'm just speaking out my mind just like observations things and things Gui- I've learned Guicho is a sexist <laughs> non-feminist. He hates women. <laughs> All women are chambrosas to him. <laughs> oh man, I you know you know it's funny actually. I have some uh, few lady friends, and I always make fun of them, like, man, can you? Why are y'all so like gossipy? Like, why are y'all so nosy? Like, yeah, man, why are y'all so <laughs> like, like, man, what happened to you? Like, who, like, who ruined you? Kind of thing when it comes mm-hmm. to like gossiping or nosiness. You just think all of us are like, yeah, I do actually, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the th- the next thing I want to again get your uh, your your opinion on. <laughs> yeah. So again, I've learned I've kind of observed with family dynamics, right? I've noticed, and again, small sample size, right? So again, I this is something that um, I don't know. I can probably count off the, how many families I've kind of observed this with too. So what I've noticed, and again, I want your feedback on this. When there is a family that is female dominant right mm. where you have mother and more sisters kind of thing and and less like men in the family so i'll give you a basic format so you have the father the mother 
um, two, three sisters, and then uh, the son. The boy. And the boy is the baby. Yeah. Child of the family kind of thing. There's a lot of female influence on that, right? Mm. Right? So what happens usually, right? The females tend to talk about a lot, chat a lot about. So, of course, the the the, the, the the youngest son, he like he wants to stay involved, right? So of course they're gonna bring him on and kind of expose him to that feminine lifestyle, uh, what it is like to have conversation, what it is to like ask questions and all kind of thing. And then when you see the the husband and the son, like of course the son is getting all that exposure to what that social lifestyle is. But then I'm pretty sure the father and son, their kind of their communication is probably very like to the point kind of thing, or not as much because again he's getting all that influence from. Um, from his sisters and his mother where he sees all this conversation happening so thinking that's like a normal kind of thing right yeah and probably influenced in the way that he speaks with other guys or questions other guys kind of thing because i've again i've seen and i've noticed where when i've seen that kind of family dynamic i've noticed a big change because when it's reversed where it's like uh, more of a dominant kind of uh, male kind of family kind of thing so prime example my family it's three men one woman kind of thing right Mm mm-hmm we hardly talk. <laughs> I'm going to just put that out there. When it comes to myself and brother and my dad, like when we were all together in the house, like, bro, there would be no conversation where my mom would be <laughs> fighting for like just to get something out of us. Because, bro, like my mom oh would be asking God. questions and what would be my response? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, poor uh, mm. I feel bad for your mom. Yeah, man. Shout out to my mom, man. She, like, I, I, when I think back about it, man, it's just like, man, we gave nothing to our mom when it came to conversations. Shout man. out to Hermana Tere. <laughs> yeah, man. Where it, it just didn't happen. But then uh, on the opposite spectrum, when I would see these other families, it would just be all about the conversation, all this, all yeah. that. And then the guy becomes like now... Uh, I guess more exposed to that, so he thinks that's normal. So then I can see the dynamic. I'm like, what the heck? What, why is this guy like asking me all these questions or talking mm. so much? What the case is, right? And I've I've seen that similarity with uh, like other families as well, with that kind of dynamic where it's just very male dominant kind of families versus more female dominant kind of families. So, so what, was, what was the question? <laughs> yeah. So the question is, <laughs> is that something that? Um, have you noticed in those kind of family dynamics where you see in that kind of combination, is that something that's common? Um, that the female influences becomes very strong for that, uh, for that young male, or is that something where if we're to throw it off the case where let's say that it is uh, father and mother, then it's son and then sisters kind of thing. Yeah. Is that still the same case or is it switched around? I think, um, I think uh, if it's a more woman-dominant household, I think it's more of the responsibility on the dad to try to teach the, the boy more masculine things. It's more, it's harder, I guess you can say, right? Because obviously the, the feminine energy is going to be a lot a lot more than the masculine energy, right? Because like I can't really speak on it because uh I grew up and my family was three girls and three three boys. So my two sisters and my mom. Oh right. And myself and my brother and my dad. Mm-hmm. You guys so, have a good balance. Yeah, so the you know, it was two and two and you know, uh I I can't say about feminine energy because like I think my parents did a, a good job of balancing what was the girls jobs and what was the boys jobs right well because like i I can tell right away like 
well, I, I can't tell right away, but just based off your uh, your example that you said about you and your and your sister's dynamic, right? Yeah, that you're closest to her kind of thing, and just hearing like an example of the conversation of like where it's just straight to the point kind of thing, right? So that kind of tells me right there, like okay, it seems like it's um very male, like very masculine, right? So yeah. like 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 you're talking about how your our mutual Nick friend laughs when you talk with your brother, right? He would probably laugh even harder if he saw how my dad and I communicate. Like, he'll call me and he'll be like, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. How was your week? Good. Yours? Good. Do you want to talk to your mom? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. God bless you. Okay. Hey, at least you get a call from your pops, man. I don't even get a call. Like, no, he doesn't call me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now we're the same. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> no, my dad doesn't call me. He actually just texted me like a couple hours ago. Just, oh, no just randomly. Like, and he was like, oh, I, I need this and that. I'm like, okay, why do you need this? And he's like, I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> and I guarantee you it's going to be like a five-minute conversation and then it's done. It's just like, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I can't really speak on uh, um, uh, other families but i i kind of have noticed that where when it's more uh woman dominated the boy ends up uh, a little bit more feminine than he should yeah more in tune with his femininity if i can say that, yeah side, i would ag- say i would agree that i would agree with that because i kind of learned from my dad whereas my mom like she'll get home and she's had a really bad day at work she just goes off she just needs to tell someone she needs to vent yeah and my dad just kind of listens Whereas a man, like me personally, if I've had a bad day, I'll come home and, and vent about it for like 20 minutes and then I'm done. Mm. I'm not talking about it anymore. Whereas like like my mom, I'll, I use my mom as an example, right? She'll just like keep venting for hours kind of thing, right? <laughs> so you kind of just have to listen to her. <laughs> like my, convers- my, right? mom, my conversations with my mom is... Her saying whatever, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, oh, oh okay, cool, oh, okay, oh, nice, okay, okay, okay. Oh, that's such a guy thing. Yeah, so it's like uh, my wife. My wife is, I wouldn't say she's very feminine in that in that in that sense. Mm-hmm. She she can talk, but like our conversations on the phone are very short, to the point. Our conversations in face to face, she she does go off a little bit sometimes. If I'm like on my phone or whatever, sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I don't hear her, and I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just like something that happens. I I just zone out sometimes. <laughs> but you know, like it's our attention span. Man. <laughs> like I vent to her, and she listens to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like sometimes the answer she gives me isn't the one I I want, and and I I do kind of get a little upset. And then she's like, well, what do you want me to say? I'm like, well, I want you to like agree with me or whatever, right? And <laughs> she, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't or whatever whatever we're, we're discussing, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I have noticed that um, they are, they're, when it's more woman-dominated, like female-dominated, the boy ends up uh, a little more uh, feminine. And, mm-hmm. and, and even if it's reversed, if it's more of a male-dominated... Yeah, because good point that you're bringing up because if it is a more male dominant kind of family what usually happens to the single sister she becomes what quote unquote tomboy yeah because she wants to be become of the guys yeah good point yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah i don't know man it's 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 it's, uh 
you brought up some good some good some good questions some good conversations Ooh, wedgie wedgie nice one jamal in basketball terms that means when the ball is stuck in between the rim and the black back backboard oh my gosh not when your underwear gets stuck between your crack <laughs> yeah that's a different kind of <laughs> but uh, yeah it's like um yeah it's just these like these uh these thoughts that i have man it's just the and these thoughts and observations and things that i ponder and wonder about um so yeah like yeah I, I, i'm, I'm kind of happy that i can get to get this out as well because it's just just something like i would love to kind of just bring out and hopefully this can be something that I can do in the future as well, like any yeah. of these random thoughts or questions kind of thing, just to kind of poke it out there, whether it's controversial or not, but yeah, I'm always curious, right? Yeah, and to the listeners out there, if there's like any, um, I guess you can say, um, what's the word, topic that you want us to, to, to kind of hit, if there's any doubts in you that you want us to kind of like go over, I think you can email the 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 podcast i think i re- i received it it goes straight to my personal it like nice, man. it's not yeah. my personal email on there but it goes straight to mine yeah, it gets i think that's how it works it, right? yeah. so just like or if you're a friend and you're listening and you want us to t- to hit a uh, a topic just let us know and, and if we have any re- any i guess response to it then we'll we'll try to give you the most the best response we can god willing he he's the one that using us yeah. To to give the the right, I guess, advice or or steer you the right way. Yeah, just try to come up with the most biblical sound. Um, yeah, again with the guidance of the Holy Spirit that we can provide. Right. Yeah, and you know, uh, I think we should end it here because I think this is another. <laughs> I think we did almost two hours again. It's crazy, is <laughs> but yeah. Like we had we had in mind that we were gonna do like two episodes in one day. I didn't know how it was gonna work out to be honest with you, but uh I'm glad like we did do it like um it's it, it's good because we're we're trying to keep keep that uh i guess you could say mojo going right the momentum yeah at the end of the day it does go go like we do start off i guess talking about nonsense, but it go it goes back down to the to uh what we want to continue to be doing right yeah like we as we stated in the first episode right this is we're not trying to proclaim that we are almighty perfect um men of god or anything well like i don't that, know about right? you but i am santo <laughs> god be with you brother <laughs> i i strive to be man <laughs> but like uh, yeah just any <laughs> this guy <laughs> yeah, just average joe is just having a conversation right yeah um, this is um yeah and just having everyday conversation and just trying to just trying to connect and and just trying for um just trying to be as down to earth and as um low key as possible kind of trying to be realistic trying to be like uh what it's like to i don't know be an everyday human being being a human yeah. christian person in this world kind of thing right um cuz again right uh, we see many times, right? There's Christian radio shows, televangelists, right? Streams of, you know, of people preaching and, and you know, everything's already been planned out, thought out, mm. all the work has been done, right? But this is just something that we're doing on the fly and just having, again, everyday conversation that probably many, many others in the world probably have in their backyard on trips, right? Like, uh, I can probably, like, 
when I was saying uh, shout out to our fellow Nick, right? Like how we were just having conversation just like that. Like it dawned to me like, man, I should bring this up to my homeboy over here, my fellow Nick over here as well. Just like just having this kind of dialogue conversation, testing out these points and, and, and going to certain areas where it might be seeming like very too controversial or unspoken or, or that shouldn't be talked about kind of a thing. Right. Yeah. And just, uh, again, um, we are Christ centered. We are Christ followers. We, have Jesus in our heart. We have been baptized by the water. We have been baptized by the Spirit. All honor and glory is to God, right? And forever will be His, right? We are trying to be more like Him every single day, right? We recognize our faults. We recognize um, that we are not perfect. We recognize that we are sinners at the end of the day. We recognize that we are servants, right? Servants without names, right? For us, our names is not important. Only the name of Jesus Christ is important, right? But we also want to showcase that um, just the realistic side of us again as well and outside of church like what is the kind of things that we would discuss about yeah. everyday kind of thing right and Talk we are about. flawed right we are flawed mm-hmm. and we are unfortunately sinful in our nature and like you're saying these are conversations that I think we would have naturally anyways right that, that's literally how we got the idea to start a podcast because I think you were over one time we were just having just a discussion like like this one and it was a long one, and yeah. I was like, "Man, we should just why don't we, we just, just record it? <laughs> yeah, why don't we just record it? Why don't we just make a podcast, do something, right? Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're literally just sitting here watching the game and having a conversation about God, having a conversation about that Christian life that we should have, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, and have we said something that's not right? Maybe, Pro- probably, yeah. But yeah, but. Who's to say that we can't re- get rebuked by by someone who's listening? Who's to say someone else doesn't know more and someone for sure more knows more than us, right? Yeah, and we're not trying to proclaim that we are correct. That everything we say is fact check. No, we're not. No, um, we're we're trying to be the best that we can, right? But we also want to come across that you know we are um, human being. Yeah, we are flawed. Right. We are flawed, right? For all have sinned, right? Um, we continue to sin. We're just forgiven by the grace of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and all he will asks of us is not to continue living a life of sin do our best not to sin unfortunately in our nature if we um if we if we look at someone wrong we're sinning if we think about something someone wrong in the wrong way we're sinning if we're hateful we're sinning if we're uh foul mouth we're sinning like if we're eating too much if we're eating too much we're sinning bro yeah, for real. We are. If you're drinking wine, you might be sinning, depending on who you're asking. Yeah. If you got tattoos, you might be sinning, depending on who you're yeah. asking. At the end of the day, we yeah. all have the free will to choose what we're yeah. going to do. Will it, yeah, will it bring you closer to God or will it take you away, right? Will it uplift your spirit or will it down, downlift? No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Either. Downgrade? Something. <laughs> I think you died. <laughs> it's it's kind of late actually. It's ten twenty five. Is it? Yeah. Oh my lord! Yeah, this is past my bedtime, man. Oh yeah. Um, want me to close it? Yes, sir. Padre que están los cielos, te doy muchos, pero muchas gracias, señor, por este gran privilegio que dan nosotros, su siervo, señor sin nombre. Aquí estamos, Señor Dios mío, presentando este podcast delante de ti, Padre, reconociendo, Señor Dios mío, que somos imperfectos.
Somos pecadores, Dios mío. Tenemos faltas, tenemos debilidades, Padre. Pero reconociendo que tú eres pa nuestro Padre Altísimo, que tú eres nuestro Dios Altísimo, que no hay nada imposible para ti, Dios mío. Tú puedes mover las montañas, Señor Dios mío. Tú puedes quebrantar las cadenas, Padre Santo. Tú puedes mover las aguas, Dios mío. No hay nada imposible para ti, Padre, porque tú eres el Dios del imposible, Santo Jehová. Eres tu nombre. Te doy muchas gracias, Padre Santo, por la autoridad de vida que nos ha dado, Padre. Te doy muchas gracias, Señor, que podemos estar viviendo en este país de Canadá, Señor Dios mío, sabiendo que hay muchos países en el mundo que está pasando momentos de guerra, Padre, que está pasando momentos difíciles, Señor Dios mío. No estoy diciendo que nosotros mismos no estamos pasando algo difícil, pero sabemos, Señor Dios mío, que hay muchos en el mundo que están en situaciones peores que nosotros, Padre, y te damos gracias, te damos honra, te damos gloria, porque tú solo tú eres digno de los siglos de los siglos, Señor amado. Gracias por mi hermano con la, en, en, en la fe, Padre Santo. Bendícelo, guárdalo, guarda su familia, bendice su familia, Señor Dios mío, que Dios mío, que podemos seguir haciendo esto, Señor, que podemos seguir adelante, Padre, que podemos orar a ti, Señor, mejorando su relación íntima contigo, que podemos meter en su palabra más profundamente, Señor, con la ayuda y la guianza de su Santo Espíritu, Padre Santo, te pido, mi Dios, que podemos ser la luz de este mundo, que podemos ser la sal de este mundo, Señor Dios mío, porque tenemos que ser un, la diferencia de este mundo, Padre. Si no somos diferentes, ¿cómo vamos a alcanzar los almas cuando levantamos su nombre? Porque sabemos, Señor, cuando aceptemos a tu Hijo, ten, tenemos que tener cambio con nuestro adentro de nosotros Señor tenemos que tener cambio con nuestras actitudes tenemos que tener cambio con nuestras palabras como hablamos como actuamos como miramos como escuchamos Señor tenemos que tener un cambio radical Padre Santo pero solo con su, tu ayuda Señor en nombre de Jesús que podemos hacerlo Padre porque reconocemos que nosotros solo mismos no podemos hacer absolutamente nada Padre somos débiles Padre somos humanos, Dios mío. Conocemos tanto, Padre. Tú los no conoces, Señor Dios mío. Y sabemos, Padre, que no podemos hacer nada sin ti, Padre. No podemos vivir sin ti. No podemos salir de nuestros lugares sin ti, Padre. No podemos llegar a nuestro trabajo, a nuestra escuela sin ti, Dios mío. Te necesitamos tanto, Padre. Y te pido, mi Dios... Que yo junto con mi hermano aquí, que podemos seguir, seguir haciendo esto con la intención de levantar su santo nombre. El único nombre que es importante, con Dios mío, el nombre de, de Jesús, Jesucristo, Jesús de Nazaret. Gracias, Padre, porque tú eres tan bueno con nosotros, porque su tu fidelidad es grande, Padre. Porque reconocemos, Señor Dios mío, que hay muchos en el mundo que están pasando momentos que no, tan difíciles, Señor. Si es algo de no tener comida algo, si es algo de no tener trabajo, Señor. Si es algo de no tener hogares, Padre. Si es algo de, de sufriendo, de, de, de persecución, de peligro, de, de guerra, Padre. Estamos aquí, Señor, tan bendecidos. Te doy muchas gracias, Señor, y para siempre.
Somos sus siervos sin nombre, Padre. Toda honra y gloria será siempre para ti. En el nombre poderoso de Jesús de Nazaret te pido todo esto. Amén y Amén. Amén. Dios de lo imposible, te adoramos, eres invencible. I'm not good at remembering lyrics. But we'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Tune in next week. (laughs) Actually, I think we're going to have three episodes this week. Yeah, because Saturday we're doing it again, right? Yeah, God willing. Imagine doing two on Saturday. Sheesh. Probably not. I got a doctor's appointment that day. Yeah, no worries, man. But we thank you. Signing out. A su nombre. Gloria. A su nombre. Gloria. Y su pueblo. Victoria. Y su pueblo. Victoria. God bless you, everyone. And always remember, Jesus loves you. Amen. Oh, yeah.